Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Right Ladder podcast. It is not the 1st of October. <laughs> it's it is, not. It is actually the 12th of October. Um, so, yes, we haven't quite met our target there, but we'll talk about it a bit. Welcome me, Cal, and my good friend Sam. How are you doing, Sam? I'm really good, thank you, man. It's been a nice, chill day today. How are you doing? Uh, not bad. I've had the opposite of a nice, chilled day today, which I told you about earlier, but... You know, um, busy day at work because obviously, I don't know if those of you that listened to the previous episode, I, uh, or rather Sam and I now work together at the, at the same charity, which is awesome. Um, twice a week, isn't it? We see each other, which is quite good. Yeah, that's right. A Thursday, a Monday and a Thursday. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's nice. Nice man. Yeah. It's a nice balance, isn't it? From like, you know, don't just step on each other's toes. We do this, we've got other things or whatever. It's just it's just a nice, perfect balance, I think. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm really happy with it so far. And it's nice to have somebody I know I can rely on at work, you know. Um, it's been nice to have you, man. Awesome. It's been good. It's such good fun. Uh, which we'll probably talk about that um, soon because it's probably one of the reasons why we haven't recorded and slash released this episode in line with our goal, which was to release an episode on the first of every month. Um, but it's just been absolutely manic. I've been absolutely manic anyway. Um, and we haven't had time to, we've tried, haven't we? We've tried, oh, should we, should we do it this week, do it that week? But yeah, yeah, we had two sets of scheduling conflicts, didn't we? Yeah. Um, but we've managed it. We're getting it out there, you know. Uh, this is it, you know. That's it. So in the last few weeks then, or well, I suppose the last couple of weeks and the last month or so, what have you been doing? Like what's been just like taking up your time or whatever? <laughs> I've been spending my time on, I revealed, I think on the last one that I had, the product, the mystery product I was selling is Dice. You did? Um, anyway, yeah, Dice have just been selling like crazy and it, more so than I predicted and it's been causing some problems in my life, kind of. Not not problems, but uh, it's complicating a little bit. Like in the past 30 days, uh, I've had 87 Etsy orders, which is great, you know, good money, nice bit of money. Um, but you, as you know, all my goals have been sort of based around passive income. And uh, when you package in like sometimes 10 Etsy orders and sending them a day, um, that is no longer passive. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, yeah. it's, it's finished work. No, in fact, it's in the morning when I get up, go to work a bit early to post some parcels, finish work, package some parcels the next day. You know, it's adding basically an extra hour to nearly every day. And, uh, I, yeah, I thought, I did think it through. I realized that it would come to this. Um, but at the same time, I kind of expected it. I kind of expected to have already found a way to automate it. Do you know what I mean? I expected yeah. that I'll, I'll just find a way to, to have them sent themselves. But it turns out, unless I get Esther to do it, which I have been doing and she's getting a bit annoyed about it. So um, <laughs> I'm back to doing it again now. Uh, yeah, the, Amazon's doing really well. Dice sell there and I don't have to do a thing. I don't have to lift a finger, basically. But this Etsy now, it's kicking off. I've got a bit of a... My brand's getting a a lot of recognition in the in the dice buying community, which is great. But it just means I have to do extra work. And I don't like doing extra work. I, yeah, the work yeah, the work yeah, I like yeah. to do, I like to do work that'll keep working for me for years and years and years and years. Do you know what I mean? If I do something, if I make a, a product or put something up for sale... And, you know, I want that to be done and then it just to carry on working, whereas this is an extra little job that I've made myself, really. So uh, it's something I'm going to have to think about. I've been I've been thinking about selling the brand, potentially, yeah, and yeah. pushing Amazon really hard. 
But at the same time, like, this is a vocation. You know, I've, I've enjoyed doing it. Esther enjoys doing it. She loves dice. And she's really good at, like, making dice palettes and picking out which one's going to be the next big winners. And then we've had some custom dice made, which were meant to arrive today, but we missed them. Um, so, yeah, it's it's going to require a lot of thought. So that's probably what's taken up most of my time. And um, what else have I been doing? Been watching Squid Games past few days. Oh, you started it then, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm on episode five now. I've been enjoying that. Uh, still doing a bit of Genshin Impact here and there. Um, some people came over, played Uno the other day. It was nice. Um, I've got my two little cousins coming over, staying the night in a couple of days. That'll be nice. And yeah, other than that, oh, I've been working on a uh, a little creative project of my own, Callum. Um, it's to do with my coding practice and this sort of stuff. I can't reveal what it is yet. Um, but it's going really well and I'm really enjoying doing it. Um, so yeah, basically that's been me. It has been busy. Um, it's been nice working together, Callum, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. It's good fun. It's just good to be, um, I think it's this twofold for me. It's good to be sort of like seeing each other and seeing people after lockdown and all of that. And, you know, we've only done like three of these in person, but then also just getting to spend more time with you because like after going to uni and stuff, we had those like little shifts in, you know, direction and stuff. And it's just nice to know that I get to see you on a constant basis. And I think that's really, really cool, man. I nearly swore then, but I'm not going to. But, it's, you know, yeah, it's really Keep good, it mate. Clean. I enjoy being at work with you. It's, it's awesome. It is. It's nice. It is like a low pressure environment. Like we tend to start the day, you know, around nine o'clock ish rather than eight. And then we tend to finish around half past two, three o'clock. So it's not massively long. But those hours in between, even though they are sort of a low stakes, low pressure environment, you know, you can just tell them to sit and colour or do a bit of woodwork or something easy. It's still quite mentally draining. Do you know what I mean? Very intense. Um, I find it very intense. Um, yeah, and, but so many people want your attention at once yeah that's know. it that's it and uh you know i've had i've had a good day i say good days and bad days lightly but like i've experienced the quieter days the slower days i've experienced <laughs> like today <laughs> they're like an extremely like busy day that's quite intense like I said everyone wanted my attention um and um and then i've also had like those those experiences like you know individuals with individual needs and things like that you know when someone says oh wait until you see so and so and the experience that you'll get from this or whatever i've seen all of those things now so um Mm. and i'm still there and i still love it so it's yeah you know it's good stuff but um yeah the way that it the way that it's um as i said like i don't know if it was in the last set last one i kind of said like was it the right decision to leave teaching and go into something like this? And I still believe it is because even I love the job, but what's even greater is how much, um, how much time it offers me outside to do, um, do other things. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm, yeah, that was a big part of it for you, weren't it? Massive. Like the flexibility is brilliant. Um, and you know, I was a bit like, Oh, we'll see how that goes, but that's paying off. Like I've been able to book some time off to go and do a couple of other projects, which I'll talk about soon um and yeah the fact that you know the day finishes at three half three or something like that i'm home by pre four o'clock and i can still you know um what's the word sort of refocus or you know retrain or redirect my focus and my attentions to things and i'm not feeling Mm -hmm. drained and physically unable to do it or that 
not wanting to do it. Like when I was teaching before, I'd get home at like half five, six o'clock and I'd be like, right, well, I've got to do so-and-so now. And it would be really sort of really draining and also like not very infused, enthused, should I say. Um, but with mm. this, it's like, yep, that's nice. That day's done and I can move on uh, to something else. And I don't feel like one's having an impact on the other. It's a nice, perfect balance. So it was definitely the right decision and I absolutely love it. So, um, but because it's like that, I, you know, I've had basically, I mean, let me have a look at my calendar here. Um, for the last, like, when did I start? I started on the 6th. So basically I haven't had a, apart from one weekend, I haven't had a single day off. <laughs> like Man. every single day, like I've been obviously working and then in those in those um, sort of weekends, because I do four days as well, don't I? Like on my day off, like I've been doing uh, video slash film related stuff. Like for two weeks, I was on a shoot that was like a weekend and then three days um, and another another one. Um, I was doing some stuff for the football club and, uh, you know, just um, it kind of gave me that motivation to get stuff in because, yes, I can do it now. And actually, I was like, oh, wow, maybe I should slow down. Um, but yeah, that's, that's awesome. Um, yeah, it's mint. Uh, what? I mean, what? Uh, yeah, I feel like it's a it's a definite step for you in the direction you want to go, which is more time um, doing your filmmaking and stuff and hopefully one day earning enough that you can work at another job even less. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I, hope it's, I mean, I I'm not saying it's going to be a forever thing for you because I, I don't feel like it specifically is, but it's definitely a useful stepping stone. And you can write, I've worked at a charity. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, totally, yeah. It, it, it's... Uh validating isn't it from any projects that come up where they might be charity based it's definitely validating in that you know you've worked for one you know how they work and hopefully over the, the next year or so i get to see a few more of the uh inner workings and how they can be supported through the mediums that i try you know that i offer so yeah really good really good man um uh, but yeah, we because of we've been so busy and stuff, we missed our deadline. Um, so what I want the deadline being the first of October, you know, every single one we've put out this year, apart from this one, has been sort of like released on the first. We've managed to keep up with that, um, but it's just been naps super hectic, hasn't it recently? And I thought we'd just talk about maybe like um, what you do. I think you want to speak about this, don't you? Like what happens when you achieve goals and like what's next, but then also like. Um, Maybe not, uh, you know, look, looking at or reflecting on goals and deadlines in a slightly different way and how maybe um, they are a good thing, but they're not always a good thing, potentially. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good a good thing to talk about. And I, I do know what you mean. It's relevant to me because I hit my, my goal that I set um, in June 2018, three years ago. Um, to have a thousand pound passive income coming in by August 2021, my 30th birthday. And I hit it. And that was, you know, how many months ago we're talking? It's two months ago now, you know, August, September, October. And I'm, you know, if you listen to the the older podcast, you'll hear me a bit. Uh, I'm a person who says you should always have a goal, always have something to strive for. Uh, otherwise, without that direction, you'll just meander and go nowhere. But since then, um, I haven't set another goal. I haven't sat down and written on a piece of paper and thought about what my next uh, goal is. And yeah, I think that's kind of relevant to deadlines and missing deadlines. Uh, I've just sort of been, 
I've been enjoying being creative without any limits on my time. Um, I've still been putting time into my business, but having that creative freedom is nice. It's a bit of breathing space between goals. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to leave it until the end of the year before I set another specific goal and see what position I'm in. Um, so, yeah, if you if you said to me a couple of years back, you know, that I would hit this goal and then not set another one, I'd have been like, oh, you should really set at least a little, you know, have a little bit of direction, but... I've, I've literally just not decided what I want next, Calm. I don't know whether I want more money, a bit more net worth as in, you know, so I can have more security to create or, you know, now I've hit this goal, do I want to start actively and passionately pursuing my creative interests for a year or two? Um, it, it's a big decision. So I think this bit of time will be useful for me and I can see what I really want to do. So, yeah, if you if you don't feel comfortable um, setting a goal straight away, I think personally that it's okay to wait a little bit of time and figure out what you really want rather than just shooting off in a random direction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's also the element of sort of um, reflecting on your achievement a little bit there. Like, you know, you, you met that goal in good time. And I, if, if it was me, um, I'd feel like I was maybe just like brushing that achievement under the carpet as such, like... You know, yep, that's done now. Great. Um, move on. Uh, you know, don't give yourself any praise or time or moments to just reflect and, you know, recognize your achievements and what, what that means for you. Like, I think you having now, what is it, three months? Waiting until waiting until January. It gives you um, some time to remove yourself maybe from that goal and clear, not necessarily clear it from your mind because I know you're still thinking about what are you going to carry, are you going to carry on or whatever, but give yourself that breathing space to, to truly assess like what's next and what's the best value or what's going to offer you the most value. Um, either, you know, like you said, whether it's financially, mentally, physically, creatively, whatever it is, and then, and then put one in place. I think it'd be silly to just go, right, that's done. Let me now do this thing. Um, and not really know what the purpose of that goal is, if you see what I mean, like rushing. Mm, yeah, but I think my overarching goal in life, I wish I decided when I was 15 years old, um, I might have said this before, but th- my goal was I wanted to create something as good as Final Fantasy Nine. Yeah. in my life. If yeah. I could do that, then yeah. I'm, you know, then it's been a good life. And do you know what? I've still kind of got that goal in mind. If I can do something like that, whatever it is, um, then I'll, I think I'll be quite content, or at least for a while I will be. Um, and yeah, I need to decide whether it's it's time to sort of shoot for that a little bit or if it's time to lay more foundation first. Um, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see. It's, it's been something that's been on my mind recently. Um, so yeah, I think I'm going to spend a bit more time. Maybe, maybe by the end of the year, I'll uh, declare my uh, goal, my new goal live, uh, and then we'll see if we can hit it. Yeah, well, you know. I think I think I think that's a good thing. We'll reflect on this year as well and the ones that we've had because, like you said, you only had the one. I had quite a few, didn't I? But um, I think we'll do that at the end of the year. But one of the other things I was going to ask you: you've not really failed any of your goals this year, right? You feel like you've achieved them all, that the few that you had. Yeah, I do. I I achieved my main one, which is uh, passive income. But then also, I set an exercise routine one. And my physical condition now is probably better than it has been since I was sort of, or as good as in my, like my mid twenties. So the best in five years ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not specifically physically active, but I do weights two three times a week, yoga once twice a week, 
Um, it's not quite... I don't do the cardio that you do, Callum, running and stuff. Yeah. I would like to, but I haven't yet. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've been keeping up with it, really. So, yeah, I'd say as long as I do that till the end of the year, then, uh, yeah, I'll have passed both my goals. But I am one to set myself very specific goals that I know are achievable because I've been, I've been that guy who says... Right, I'm doing a morning routine, getting up at six o'clock, having a wash, having a stretch, reading my book, writing my journal, uh, you know, and it turns out it's really hard, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, um, so I've been looking at my... So the reason why I asked that question is because, like, I... Uh, well, let, let's put it simply, like, if six months ago, if I'd have um, known that we were going to sort of miss our deadline because the goal was written wrote it down the first of every month we're going to upload an episode yep. or whatever six months ago um i would have like really beaten myself up about it like i'd have been like i'm a failure this is ridiculous like i can't do anything right you know like really be um self-deprecating i reckon you know like we've mm. got a goal and it's specific it's not it's not difficult it's achievable um and i would have being really sort of like down on myself and thought sod it not doing it anymore you know be like stubborn and pack it in mm. but um i've been looking at like the other goals and stuff that um i i i set and there's probably going to be like well i mean like i met you know i achieved one halfway through the year didn't it? which was have um sort of like two or three clients or people that would use me recurringly for content that's that's in now i kind of pretty much that's mm. that's done which is really good um, and in fact, more, I would probably say there's three or four there now. Um, but one that I know I'm not going to achieve is running a thousand kilometers this year, which sounds achievable, but it, it's, um, but it, it's definitely not, but there's like, uh, I, I, so I know I'm not going to achieve that. Um, and again, six months ago, I would have, um, I would have kicked myself, but actually it's been, it was probably about, well, maybe not about six months ago, maybe two or three months now where I realized like the pivot, my goals have actually pivoted and it's the pivots that have actually made them unachievable, but they've also come, mm. they've also come with some, some benefits. So for example, up oh, on me, although I like feel like I achieved my first one, the pivot was the networking. I didn't really think about doing much networking. I was always going to be a solo guy in the, in the immediate um, and get and just do some stuff for people that I know and then start making bits of income from that. I added networking to that as soon as we could go out, out go out again after lockdown. And that has been 20, 10 times, 20 times, 30 times more valuable than me sitting and going, excuse me, can I make some videos for you? Look at my portfolio. Here I am as a little business. You know, my original idea was to be the business and people hired me to do that. But now by going out there, I've done so much more uh, sort of work that's been more valuable in terms of education, um, meeting the right people and getting on jobs that I find interesting that actually that's feeding back into that goal some more, if you see what I mean. That's been amazingly mm. valuable. Um, and with the running one, with the pivot on that, even though I know I'm not going to achieve it, and again, like I said, I would have beaten myself up, I looked at um, what the the number of times we we sort of run slowly declined. Like you just said, I used to get up three times a week and do it three mornings every week, and it became unachievable the more and more work I started doing. You know, like mm. I I didn't go for a run for two weeks. Um, 
were because I was on the be- a behind the scenes shoot two, four weeks. I didn't go for a run because I couldn't, because I, were, I say couldn't, it's not really an excuse. You know, when I was up at six in the morning to drive to Leeds, to go and do the work for eight hours, to drive, drive back, to do the same again, you know, it wasn't attainable. I couldn't achieve that. Um, so that's, and then it's dwindled down. And again, recently I haven't done a couple, but what it made me realize is, is that I got to a, 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 a um, by doing those three runs a week and by going running, I met a physical fitness level that I'm happy with, right? But that mm. physical fitness in terms of doing the runs, which is now two twice a week, um, has led me or encouraged me to start something new and something else that adds to my physical fitness. So my cardio I'm happy with now. So am I going to try and look into a new sport and add that in? Mm. Or am I going to join a gym and think, right, do I want, is it is it strength? Is it core? Is it uh, more cardio? But is it a sport that I'm interested in? And it's, it's motivated me because I felt the benefits of it. And now I want to do something different to contribute to it rather than just this strict like line of, got to do this and then i'll just see do you see what i mean it's like the um i'm the the goal has pivoted but i'm happy that i'm kind of not going to achieve it because i'm getting something much greater out of it Mm, do you see what i mean i think a lot of failures can lead to that sort of thing uh callum like sometimes we set ourselves impossible or almost impossible goals and uh, yeah, when you're setting them, you feel good, confident, happy. But who knows, in like five days, you might feel very different. In three months, everything might have changed. And uh, yeah, like you said, with running, some days you will not have the energy. And if you do push yourself a little bit too far, it can have more repercussions. Um, and it, yeah, it sounds good that you're thinking of doing something different as well as running. Um, so yeah, hopefully this this podcast being late will have some uh, positive uh, consequences as well. I'm not sure what they'll be. Um, but and I know exactly what you're saying, man. When I first got diabetes, I set myself a goal of this is when I was 22 years old of not of not having diabetes anymore. I was going to try and cure my diabetes, which. Um, if you ask the medic- medical people, it is impossible. You know, it's an incurable hereditary disease. But 22-year-old Sam did not want to hear that, did not want to know, <laughs> decided I was going to cure it. So I tried various means and methods for two years. And uh, there came a time, there came a day where I, where I realized that I was, you know, banging my head against a brick wall, basically. And if I did want to keep doing this, it could be the rest of my life that I'm trying to do this. And I'd probably never do it. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah sometimes it's good not to achieve your goals sometimes uh, you need to reflect on those failures rather than uh, be like damaged by them i think you've uh, got the right mindset there and i know what you mean with the running and sport as well i bet running three times a week even though you enjoy it it would be nice and probably good for you as well to switch it up a little bit you know yeah i think so um like you've just said there in terms of like what the positives are going to come out of this being late for me uh, the positive so far is that I'm willing to accept um, that uh, not everything can be like sort of like to the letter, you know, um, which is what I used to be like. And I wonder if a part of that is my teaching career and what that was like, where everything had to be done X, Y, Z, ABC on the dot. You had to be so organized and it and it used to annoy me when it just couldn't get done. Um, whether it be somebody else I'd get annoyed at somebody else or whether it be me and then I'd get annoyed at myself 
but also that maybe, you know, maybe a date wasn't necessary, you know, in the first place, like the first of every month is nice because it's a nice thing for us to work towards. But is it, is it necessary? Maybe not. You know, we might have less to talk about one month so we can, you know, do it. Other months we might have had, you know, we might not be able to do it for six weeks, eight weeks, but then guess what? We've got loads more to talk about. And, you know, it just offers up more experience and, and, and breaks the routine a bit, which is something I never thought I would do. So for me, if reflectively, like I said, reflecting on them, it's been um, it's been a massive benefit, definitely. Yeah, man. Sometimes we set goals just sort of for the sake of setting goals. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I especially am I'm, I'm, I'm quite bad for that sometimes not not in a grand scale I'm always quite concise but like for the day sometimes I'm like right I'm going to do this exactly like this and exactly like this and it's not going to be any other way when doing that I'm sort of impeding myself you know if I see an opportunity to change it and for it to be more effective I, I should do it really yeah totally yeah. I mean like I've got what have I done that this week really um, on my on my board here on my big whiteboard, it's got my three things to do each day, and I didn't do the three things that I had written down yesterday, but I did one that I've got down written today, yesterday, and one that I've got written down tomorrow for today, and it's just having that like, you know, I think that is quite detrimental to me, and I'm, it is something that I'm going to look at stop stop doing and just write a to do list and just you know work through it, prioritize, but work through it. Because, like, I know I won't... I've rubbed one thing off there that I, uh, I'm i not going to do, but it is because I don't need to do it yet, you know? But if it was up there and I hadn't done it by the end of today, I'd be annoyed at myself, you know? Yeah, yeah, so. I know what you mean. I, I, I think that you your mental condition state, I don't know, but the way you do things has improved from when we first started talking about things because you were very... Um, set in your ways and you did beat up on yourself quite a lot mm-hmm. you know I remember when so it's good that you're coming out of that um, I, I think have you ever heard of uh, No Zero Days uh, no it's uh, it's it's like a not, not a way of life but it's it's a thing basically where um, as long as you do one it, th- it means you, you can't have a day where you do absolutely nothing even if it's one tiny thing as long as you've been a tiny bit productive um, so even if it's something like uh, doing some cleaning or some tidying or a little bit of work on your business or just a little bit of something, it's, it's a way where people who used to struggle with being very concise and stuck in the ways and beating himself up, as long as they do one thing a day, then it's not a zero day and you can sort of mentally relax. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I tend to use that. I don't really have a day where I'll do absolutely zero. Uh, some people might need it. That's fine. That's good. But for me to sort of mentally be content, I have to do a little bit of something. Uh, Esther doesn't understand it. She's like, just chill. I'm like, no, as long as I do one little thing, then I'm all right, you know? Um, it's based on that principle where uh, there's a there's a number one and then if you do 1% of something every day, by the by 365 years, it'll be like a massive percent. But if you do 0%, it'll still be 0%. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I've come across that, yeah. Yeah, it's like a... That's how yeah. I mentally, you know, get around not doing much, as long as I do a little thing. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, go on, what are you saying? Um, no, I've just lost my train of thought now. Um, I think, no, but I like I like that. Um, no, zero days. Because like you said, it could be anything... Um, when I first started this sort of venture and things like that, I, w- I think I was very, um, and I've said it before, like drawn into a lot of 
um, partially influencer stuff, uh, you know, like how I made X amount of money. And you're like, well, yeah, of course you did, because you sat there for hundreds of hours and did it this way and that way and whatever. And yeah, it's hard work, but you also didn't have to pay your way because you live in your mum's basement. Do you know what I'm being, I'm being, being a bit arsey, but arsey about here. But I got into this routine. If, if I don't do it in a certain way, I will not succeed, right? Mm. If I don't sacrifice everything, I won't succeed. And that's complete nuts, man. That just doesn't, it doesn't work. But I, I fell into that and it, that's what got me stressed. You know, I felt like I had to complete something. And then that's when I started like not really looking at um, a slow progress. You know, I wanted things done now and, and of all that. And I know we've talked about that before, but I've, I've, I've come to terms with that now. And, um, and I can kind of deal with, things ongoing and just doing little bits um partly because as well that a lot of the projects that i've worked on that's how they work you know like mm. learning learning the industry from the inside and uh i mean i'm working on a project i've been working on a project just before i started recording this and it's like i spent an hour thinking about it and i've literally got a couple of things but that's a, the right step in the right direction isn't it Mm. Um, and yeah, I know, yeah. and when I had, I had a meeting about it last week and, uh, and it was kind of like, it's like, oh, we'll record the interviews in January. I thought, well, blooming hell, like, can't we do them like now? But then it's not realistic. <laughs> it wasn't realistic. Like, you know, let's get them in, in the next few weeks. Cause we could get them done and then I can do this and then this can be done and, and all of that. And, and then when he said it, uh, look, look this, I think this was quite a nice, a bit of a revelation when he said January I was like, right. Okay. Well, that's good because that means there's no rush for me to be doing it now it can be it can be sort of scheduled in and and I can think of more time to think about it and let things settle and uh you know and grow and things like that rather than having it done you know um so that's that was quite that's quite a nice feeling but uh yeah no I like the idea of that um zero thing of day. I think that would make me feel better I think that's might something I might put in practice and into practice next year yeah, it's a, it's a useful tool. It, it's difficult to mentally get in a state where you're okay with not doing some stuff or missing a deadline. Because yeah. if you watch like these motivational videos, like, like the ones I've recommended, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, The Rock does a speech in front of yeah. some uh, like American football players. They're amazing, really motivational and good. But it's it's important to remember we are human and to you know to really push yourself to the very limit, you're going to suffer in lots of different ways you're going to suffer mentally physically you're going to be drained tired you know if you are getting up at 5 a.m going to the gym every day um it, it takes a lot to to really be that person who you know who pushes it as hard as they possibly can and uh yeah maybe it's turning 30 and getting older makes me realize that i do definitely need a level of comfort to work effectively yeah. i don't think i'll ever be that person who is you know, like uh, Elon Musk or whatever slept in his office for two years when he was working on PayPal or something. You know, these stories yeah, you hear. Yeah. I don't think I'll ever be that guy. And it's only I've only just, past few months, realized that, that, you know, I don't think I'm going to be that person. I do want to be comfortable and happy and have sort of a, a human life. I want to be part of society. I don't want to be locked in an office, sleeping in an office, eating ramen, being unhealthy, just working on my project like a madman. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I've sort of taken it to heart that these projects that I'm doing are going to take me time and, uh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, man. I need to be a human as well. 
These these people who who do lock themselves in an office and work and and really succeed, like pre- credit to you and props. Like what well, Terry Crews as well. He's yeah. another one who's done something like that for years and years. Just like an unquenchable work ethic. And I've got a good work ethic, but to do that, it's like it's like superhuman and it's really hard. You know, it's really really hard. So if you don't do it, fine by me. I understand. I'm the same. Yeah, no, I totally get it. And, and it's removing that guilt from it. I don't know. If, if anybody else has had... Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Oops. If, you know, if anyone else has felt like me, like, well, I'll give you an example of how I feel. If I've got a to-do list and I've, I've been sort of, like, consuming all these, like, motivational things, you've got to do it this way and look how this is the only way to be successful, which is a very common saying, which is, again, rubbish. Um mm. Like, if I, uh, I give you. Oh, I can give you an. Egg. It's tricky to explain. So let's say I got a to do list and I haven't done anything on it. I okay. feel. Uh, or let's say I do a little bit on it, but it's not nothing productive. Or I don't tick anything off. I just do a little bit to it or some up towards it or something like that. I can. I get really annoyed with me that I'm like, look at that. I've just spent three hours doing nothing, and that was three hours was to do that stuff. Maybe I procrastinated, or maybe I had something else on my mind, or whatever. I'll then go and have my evening to myself and sit down and not enjoy my me time. You know, mm. um, really hate it, and I hate that so much. So one of the things that I started doing was um, just definitely just getting those things done. Like, um, not necessarily big things, but it could be like, uh, what's on there today? Oh, um, planning for this project, right? I've done some of it. I would like to have done more. And I know that this evening I'll feel a bit antsy with my own time. But at least I've done something towards it. Tomorrow, my plans have changed so I can carry on with it. And if tomorrow I've got a plan of everything that I want done, then tomorrow evening I'll feel better about spending my time on me. If you see what I mean, because mm, um, I, I I I hate and I feel really guilty, and again it, I take it personally, and it's me being or failing to um, uh, make sufficient progress. If I'm sat there reading my book, I want to be able to read that book and consume that book properly with full focus, not sitting there with my toes twitching, going, "Why didn't I just do that thing?" Right, I'm going to put this down. I'm going to go and do it now, and it's half ten at night or half eleven, you know. Um, so getting those little things done, and like I said, you maybe breaking them down, but getting little things done to know that you've made that progress and actually recognise that progress, um, definitely, um, definitely helps in uh, valuing your own time more, maybe, or making you feel better about not not working. You know. Mm, like that yeah i'm with you that weekend like i literally had in the last six weeks i've had a week one weekend off saturday sunday one weekend off where i did nothing or did what i enjoyed and that time was well spent and i enjoyed it and i was relaxed and i was calm but i can tell you that if i'd not done the 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 only reason why i felt that way is because i worked for four weeks solid on a big project and it paid off and guess what i'll take some time to myself and i deserve it and it's nice but if I'd have not, if I'd have just been doing that every weekend, not doing anything, I'd be guilty that I'm sat on my ass and really ought to be out there networking or getting on a project or starting something, you know. Um, so I feel I feel like getting those little things done. I'm waffling now, uh, <laughs> but just um, yeah, I'm waffling. But hopefully, hopefully you all know what I'm talking about anyway. 
Yeah, I get the gist. It's different for me. Like, I never really get a specific guilt. I get a little bit of guilt, but I I always truly believed that if I set a goal, I can and will and should achieve it. Like, I thought until a couple of years ago, maybe, that if I want to be a professional footballer, I've never played football in my life, you know. If, if, I, if I want to be a professional footballer, if I put my mind to it, I could at 28 you know, overweight, I broke one of my ankles and it doesn't work properly. And I really believe that, yeah, I could still do it. But now turning 30, you know, and and setting goals and moving towards them and realizing the time and energy it takes, I've realized that some things, you know, I probably won't ever be a professional footballer. Even if I really wanted to be, I'm not going to be, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah, that was the side of it for me. It's, It's like unachievable deadlines rather than missing them really. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, yeah, I think. Um, I've pretty much covered everything I wanted to talk about there. I feel like overall, generally, it's it's trying to be a bit kinder to yourself, I suppose. And, and, and like, I think the key word that you said earlier was reflect. Like, goals are yes they're there to be achieved but they're also there to be reviewed and reflected reflected upon um maybe i haven't reviewed my um goals and that's not something that i've done but certainly having reflected on them and looking at what else has happened around that goal or that surrounds it um has definitely helped me um it's just definitely helped me realize that even though they might not be, I might not be hitting them perfectly. Nothing in life's perfect. Greater things and bigger things have happened because they were there in the first place. Um, yeah, that's right. You know, um, and I'm I'm glad because it, again, having reflected, the next ones I'm going to make are going to be smarter or more specific or just better constructed targets than you know they were previously. So I think that's my tip. Um, I think that's what I would, I, I would say is if you haven't and you're you are the type of person like me who hits doesn't meet a goal, and you're a bit peeved off about it and you start sort of talking about yourself negatively or whatever. Sit back and look at what other things have happened around it to in or, in order to, because other things will still be better, definitely. Um, mm. And yeah, that's what I would say. That's where I would go. Okay, my little tip would be if you miss a deadline, don't sweat it. You know, you're a human being, you've got to deal with human being needs. And, you know, the, the master has failed more times than the student has even tried. Um, so everyone misses the deadline now again, now and again, even us, especially us, actually. Yep. Um, but, well, uh, as long as we sort of learn and grow from it, then it's okay, you know. That's it. That's it. Um, and I know, I think... Life is hard. Life is hard. There's always going to be something getting in the way. And it's okay to get things wrong sometimes, you know? Yeah. But, you know, like you said, good stuff comes from it. If you're going to reflect on it properly. Um, and like Sam's just said, don't don't beat yourself up. And I can't believe how much they've changed me just by thinking about them and actually reflecting on them. It's bonkers. But, yeah, um, I think that's it. We've had a good old tune, Mike. It feels weird because we normally we have got a lot more to say to one another. But I only saw you, like, yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm, I know what you mean. The tides have changed a little bit, so it's quite, it's quite, um, it's quite. It's obviously it's, it's awesome. Um, maybe we need to rethink how we go about these. Maybe I'll reflect on the structure of the podcast in the future. That but, might be a good um, idea. Maybe, maybe we should switch it up a little bit. 
Yeah, we should. We'll um, have a think. I want to bring back the the Who Are We segment, Callum. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Yeah, you yeah. Know, I like talking about what we did in the past a little bit. So maybe we should include that next time. Right, Just okay. a little two-minute thing. Okay, well, I'll have to have a think. I'll have to have a think of, of what it could be. And there's plenty of stories, but um, some of them are... No, in fact, they're all okay. We weren't that bad. We were. <laughs> I know what you're saying. We were not bad. Saying. We weren't bad people, but you know, some of them are just. I think I've told a few at work already, and they're always like, "Oh, tell me more." So you have to wait till Sam's here. You know, there's two sides to every story. <laughs> we'll tell it in the same way and remember it the same way, but you know. <laughs> yeah, man, it's and maybe fun. another guest one day as well, Callum. Yeah, know? yeah. I've already spoken to Shay about getting her on again, and just figuring out, trying to get people involved is quite tricky. But again, it's it's part of, like you said. Um, they'll everyone's got their own goals to meet and such, isn't it? So getting them on is quite hard. But hey ho, hey ho, hey ho! All right, let's call it then. Um, we, we've had a good chat today. I feel like both of us have took it in turns to ramble, um, but hopefully we got the the meat of the point across. I think which so. is yeah. If you miss your deadline, uh, use it constructively, positively. Don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah, I think that's the uh, that's the takeaway. And take more from it, grow and build upon it, build upon it and change it. Um, not change the goal, but you know, how can you? How has it improved your life? And then move forward. Yeah, that's that sounds it. about right, mum. All right, cool. Oh, and we had no quote today, which was interesting. So maybe, maybe we'll just that's it. That's the quote is there. Miss a deadline, don't matter. Done. Yeah, that's a good quote, Colin. <laughs> I think uh, many people will use that in the future. Yeah. All right. If you want to send us in anything, you can find us on Instagram, as always. There still hasn't been anything put up on there. That I'm struggling with that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, uh, people are listening, so that's good. Uh, and if you want to send a message in, send it to rlpodcast at rightladderproductions.com. Um, and I'll be sure to read it out when we eventually get some. It's hard. It's hard, but you've got to keep the grind going. Uh, encourage people to write in, see if you've got any stories about not meeting goals and how they changed and adapted. That would be loads of fun. Loads of fun to read them out. All right, mate. Well, uh, I'd say I'd see you next month, but um, I won't. I'll see you on Friday, Thursday. I'll see you on Thursday. Yeah, I'll see you on Thursday, man. <laughs> on Thursday, two days' time. That's it. All right, mate. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we shall speak to you later. Thank you for listening. See you next time. Bye-bye-bye.